I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Core is brought to you by you. That's right. Go to patreon.com slash core show and support us today. Serve this to a donkey. Welcome back to Core, everybody. This is the Heroes of the Storm pod. Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it sounded wrong for some <laughs> We're reason. We're off to a good Happy New Year. Happy everybody. New Year. Wee. Uh, the first episode of, of course, the year uh, 2018. It's uh, January 3rd, and I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And we're bringing it back for a whole other year. Uh, guys, we got to bring something up. We know that we've said in the past that sometimes Bo gets a little obsessed. And usually it's when a, char- a character will come out and Bo will just do nothing but play Garage Hellscream for three weeks. And he'll talk in his voice. He'll change all his avatars. He becomes, in essence, Garage Hellscream. Uh, one of the worst, most hated characters of the World of Warcraft lore. Yet he became him for a period of time. And we've become uh, accustomed to that and we're cool with it and we're, and we're down with it. However... This also can happen with other video games. Sometimes a game will come out and we don't see Bo for a while. He'll sort of disappear into it. Uh, But we have a way to tie that experience that he's having right now with said game, that being Divinity Original Sin 2 with Heroes of the Storm. 
Specifically, and it's going to seem weird how it's connected, but the new character just announced Blaze, Miles, what's his last name? Miles, Miles Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he, there's a connection here, and I felt the exact same connection, but in reverse order. So let me try to explain what I mean by this. Uh, in this game, in, in this Divinity game, uh, you, you play basically a, a complicated D&D thing that'll just take the rest of your life to play, really. And you have all these different characters and stuff. But one of the things that happens during battle, these turn-based battles, is there's like goop on the floor sometimes, or you throw it there on purpose, or it got spilled from an exploded barrel or something. Sometimes it's oil, or sometimes it's poison or whatever. But when it's oil or gas, one of the tricks you can use is fire like a, a burning arrow into it. And it sets that on fire. And anybody standing on that thing is going to take damage because they're standing on the on the fiery oil slick. And as it turns out in Heroes of the Storm, Miles Lewis also poops out some rad oil. And if people are on it, minions and or heroes, and you light it aflame with his other secondary abilities, they catch on fire. And so from my perspective, I went, oh, this reminds me of Divinity. And... From your perspective, Bo, you were like playing, yeah. you're playing it. So it's like the other way around, but it's an interesting mechanic and it got you to thinking. So I'm going to give the keys to you now. You explain where your head's at yeah. with this because I think it's I was at work watching with the sound off and I'm like, listen, we've done this a long time. We've seen plenty of hero releases and I'm going, looking forward to it. Just watching the release, <laughs> thinking about Divinity. Go watching the video, and then all of a sudden he shoots that oil on the ground and sets it on fire. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> my my brain is like, I'm like immediately super interested in this character. Sure. And um, and and I loved it. And I think we've talked about before in the show if we could do Chrono Trigger style things and have like heroes' abilities interact. And and certainly one of the beautiful things about Divinity that I enjoy is you can make it rain blood. And then drink the blood off the ground and heal yourself up and then turn it into poison and do all kinds of weird crap. And I'd love to see more of that in this game. Like this, like I know we're just getting blaze now, but this this was really interesting that we could do things with terrain and damage types. Mm -hmm. And it got me to thinking that, uh, you know, we don't really see a lot of like all in damage types in this game. Right. Like. Mm -hmm. Like if you think of Li Ming, you think of like most of her, st all of her stuff, except for the wave of force is like they're, and I guess the teleport, they're like arcane energy, it's right? All arcane, this arcane, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're thinking arcane and the art really leans into arcane, but like, where's my water damage, dude? Mm -hmm. Like in Divinity, you can just be a watermancer or whatever they're called and just be like, you can make it rain, which does nothing but make it rain. And like, it's the coolest spell ever because it's just, it's great. What do you, you can electrocute someone with it or something. Yeah, you call them so, a you call them a wet wizard is what I call them. Wet wizard. <laughs> wet wizard. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wandolf the wet yeah. wizard. Yeah. Or um, ma moist mage is another way to say it. <laughs> moist <laughs> mage is a terrible <laughs> fantasy superhero. Oh, that's what they're called. Moistomancers. Oh, moistomancer. Okay. Got yeah. it. So, uh, so, so, anyways, but you know, like we in in because I was thinking in like in the league we do have a mermaid character who like actually splashes water around or ultimate is a giant wave. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, so I'm thinking, I'm like, Oh, there's no real like water guy in this game. Mm -hmm. We got fire guy. We got Ragnaros. 
right? Yeah. And now we're getting uh-huh. blaze. We have, we have a we have fire guys, but I'm like, what else could we do with this awesome divinity inspiration for damage types? And I, it just made me think we're really missing like heavily leaned into damage type heroes. And um, can I, I interrupt and ask you a yeah. question real quick? Yes. You said League has a mermaid character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How does that work? Is she like Magikarp? She's like... a su- she's a support. No, no, she just <laughs> she's like a naga. She rolls around on her tail. I don't think she has legs. I she wanted to legs. do the Magikarp where she's <laughs> flopping on her side all the time. Her name is Nami. Just, oh no! I wish they'd put in a water map. Please. <laughs> Oh, that's not what I intended at I all. I love that idea, but I see what you're... No, I've seen this character Bo's talking about, and she is, she is like a slithering naga, like, above-ground lady kind of thing. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, she's she shoots water, and she has a murky bubble, but she puts enemies in the bubble. Mm. It's bad for them. You can still hurt them in there. Sure. Um, but, like, yeah, it's just like she's all in on the water theme. And, and you I'm don't like, just mean... You don't, ju- you don't just mean skins, right? Because, like, you could say... Oh yeah, freaking uh, uh, what's her name? Um, I can't think of her name. Tracer and uh, uh, Tychus—they've got water skins where they just shoot water instead of whatever it is they shoot otherwise. Yeah, but no, you, that doesn't count. Yeah. And, and like, even I'd say like Regar, mm-hmm. right? We don't have an electricity guy. Like Regar's electric circle thing. <laughs> Damn it! I, don't, I no, it's Scott's job. No, what is it called? <laughs> Uh, lightning shield, lightning shield, his lightning shield or uh, thralls chain lightning. Like, yes, they're lightning, but they don't really count as like you don't think thrall the electricity man. He's just he just happens to have some low tier spell from wow in this game. And you want Emperor Palpatine lightning, yeah, sure, there you go like a giant crackling lightning that shoots everywhere. So, I'm just thinking of like there's a lot of terrain that that we could explore and sometimes i feel like we're a little hamstrung on the hero side because we're bringing already existing heroes into the game mm-hmm. and on some level the abilities have to make sense for the character you can't bring firebat in and give him electricity no weapons. but what you can yeah. do they they did break ground a little bit with the firebat because he can i mean there's no such thing in in starcraft starcraft there's no Starcraft firebat who can sh- throw a barrel of oil and then let it on fire. Like that's well, new. there you go. Yeah. There you go. So they yeah. could and do that, the, that more. And also, here's an idea. And hey, Blizzard, I know some of you are listening. I don't know who exactly. I know the web guy <laughs> listens to us. So maybe he the can, web uh, guy. He can poke his head into the conference room and make this suggestion. But uh, how come I'm the only one that can set my oil on fire? How come? Uh, uh, Kalthos can't whip around the corner, go and and set it on fire too. That would be cool if fire, uh, you know, fire abilities from other heroes would also set my uh, my oil aflame. That's an idea right there. Yeah, and and we hear stuff like that's hard, but they're doing it in Divinity, so we have the technology. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like that logic. Divinity did it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can do it. They did it in video because... games, so now all video games can have it. <laughs> that's how video games work, guys. Right. Yeah, I've never played a video game before. I mean, my gosh. Um, but no, so you've written down some ideas here. Water, shadow damage. You'd say, you say Arthas doesn't count, though. Well, uh, he's got like a mortal coil thing, which seems kind of shadowy. I mean, like full on necrotic energy of some kind. Like okay. something, something like if you think about a design, it's like probably, you know, they think about the characters that exist and build from there. 
what about what if they just were like we just want a shadow energy guy and what does that look like and we don't have to pull it if we pull it from somewhere great or like i'm at the point now where i'm almost like i'm ready to see like new heroes of the storm exclusive characters like mm. if the decision had to be made to do something cool that direction mm-hmm. or pull from the pantheon i like the pantheon but i I just I don't know something new and it's like they kind of do that with these units like the firebat unit giving it a personality really that's where they can lean into it a little more I don't know but we don't have a shadow energy guy and uh, I think that'd be cool yeah we'd really cool like I I do like the the it's not I wouldn't call it a half step but I like that they do units like hammer uh, this firebat coming out Uh, who's another good example uh, Probius, Probius, probably Murky. I mean, Murky's a character now yeah. that started as just a thing. Uh, Probius is a great example, but uh, I, Samuro, Samuro. There you go. I like this. I, no, well, he was a, he was a dude before, though, right? He just he was in a rock yeah. band or something, wasn't it? Lieutenant Morales was retroactive. That's true. She was she was a unit. They do it a lot more with the with the uh, with StarCraft. It seems of a very unit based game, which makes sense, but. I like when they do that. I wouldn't mind them going a little bit further with it, though. Instead of saying we're completely limited by the convention of the unit that we're taking this idea from, let's say they get a Marauder from from StarCraft, they're kind of limited to what a Marauder is, right? They can't really go too crazy about what the Marauder's capable of other than his stuff that we're used to. And they can augment it here and there, like the Firebat getting his oil spill and all that. Um him getting his ultimate, which we'll talk about later, uh, that bunker is really awesome. But again, it's all in these StarCraft conventions. And it would be, I'm with Bo, it'd be neat if they went further with that. And I don't know how they do that. Maybe that's um, like we've talked about, maybe we've talked about this before, but but pulling from the Nexus itself, having Nexus denizens that don't exactly come from anywhere else. They're, they're, um, they're native to this weird dimension and that think, could be anything. So I think it can go both ways too. Cause like, let's say my favorite unit is the Marauder. I got into Starcraft two in the hot early seconds where all Marauders was meta and boy, do I love Marauders. Marauders are just the best. Yeah. Uh, but, and they decide, okay, we're going to make a hero that really focuses on rockets and being a big beefy rocket guy. But instead of putting in a Marauder, they introduce, uh, uh, Honcho the Rocket Lord. Honcho the Rocket Lord. <laughs> and they're just like, here he is, oh. an original character. Honcho the Rocket Lord. Here he comes. <sighs> like, <laughs> me as a fan of Marauders, I'm like, oh, look, that could have been a Marauder. Yeah, I'm writing that one down. That's a good one. Honcho <laughs> the Rocket Lord. Him and Splood, new meta, Splood Rocket Lord combo wombo is the way you want to roll now. So I just mean, like, I agree. I, I I mean, like, you say we want a shadow damage dude, and and I think it is cool to look at lore, and maybe if you don't find anybody, you know, maybe that's a cool place to put, you know, like, the avatar of the Raven Lord or something. But I can also see it from another standpoint where maybe your favorite character in WoW or StarCraft or Diablo would fit a mold, and if they decided not to do that, then it's you're still sitting there waiting for your favorite character. Sure. It's also kind of a here's the potential problem or the 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 resistance they run into. All other MOBAs, all their characters are based on archetypes they they took, cribbed, evolved and eventually released new ideas of their own, but most of that stuff came from Warcraft 3. So everybody's got a guy with a chain that throws it out and pulls you closer, 
Who's that look like? Oh, it looks like Stitches or some variation of right. the Butcher. Like, that's who that is. Uh, everybody's got two a guy with two big blades on his arms that moves really fast and is basically an Illidan archetype because they, again, took that straight from Illidan. Go up and down the roster. There's a character like that in every other MOBA, especially in Dota 2. Dota 2 is like, well, they've they've changed a lot of it in the in recent couple of years, but but when that thing launched, it was they may as well have called one of them Thrall and another one Jaina. I mean, they were straight up just ripped right from the game in a lot of ways. So Blizzard being the place where the proper IPs reside, therefore you don't have to fiddle around with fakery and make a wisp and change its name to Wasp or something. They <laughs> they get to be they get See to be what we did there. Yeah. Wispius. 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 So instead of doing that, they can do the real thing. And I love that. I love that's one of the things I love about it, this real character and lord. The reason I'm bringing all this up is, is it risky for, for Blizzard to suddenly introduce something that's weird? Not, not um, generic so much, but that's not in the current stable of either recognizable units or full-blown characters. Does that put them in a weird position? And does it make that character such an odd man out that it, that it feels well remember how we felt about the overwatch stuff in the early days it's not so much now now we don't really care it's kind of integrated but in the early days of overwatch characters coming to heroes of the storm it felt a little funny because these were foreigners to our land in a lot of ways more ways than just they're new to the nexus these were foreigners to the to the blizzard ip collection of characters over time that's changed and that's gotten better but i think we all had a little anxiety about that at the beginning and it just seems especially because Tracer was wearing a diaper, and because Tracer and still is wearing a diaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they fixed it with some skin. A you know, little bit, still diapery. Better, still diapery. Yeah, it's that's, grandma. It's not diaper shame, you guys. Yeah, nobody wants to be shamed about the diaper they're wearing right now, which I am. So I think the I think the problem with it though, and I don't think they shouldn't do it. I think Blizzard should always go with what they think is going to be best for the game, and if that's a brand new hero, then they should go for it. But I also think that you're right. One of the biggest strengths is that they don't have to make up Wispius. You know, they can say, no, this is Wisp. It's the Wisp you know and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, Here's Probius. He's from that cinematic. I bet you didn't know that. It probably, <laughs> probably feels a little shoehorned in, but surprise, it's him. Right. Um, they can do that stuff, and I think that's one of their greatest strengths. So I think to not do that, is ignoring one of their bigger strengths. But again, if it's what works best for the game, I, I don't think they should be afraid of stepping away. From like, that. like, here's a question. Here's a question. In all of the Blizzard stuff, does anyone have a laser gun? Laser, like, a, like honest a, to goodness, Star Wars blaster. Like, like a has blaster. that ever been a thing? And no, right? Like, the Zerg don't have it. The Protoss don't have Like, They've got their, I don't think we're going to get a Void Ray. <laughs> in in Starcraft and Heroes anytime soon, um, like there's no honest to goodness laser gun. But how awesome would an auto attack champion who fired lasers be? Yeah, that isn't like, just a skin. I guess they give me a skin mm-hmm. that is like, oh, Vala shooting lasers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, I, why not just a hero that shoots lasers? So Blizzard doesn't have any laser guns in its pantheon. But yeah, do we be want- cool? Right? It would be you cool. Know, like, Sure, like blaster lasers. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You don't mean like sustained, like long, skinny lasers. You don't mean like uh, phasers. You any, really any lasers, but I'm thinking blaster. I'm thinking Star Wars blaster. Yeah, because you know? phasers sort of exist. Well, I guess Tassadar 
not Tassadar. Yeah, Tassadar is the only one that has anything that's like a phaser in his default yeah. uh, auto attack. But, but yeah, like sure, like and that's where I'm. That's where I'm. I think I agree with you. Like, I I hope as the game continues to grow, they get to a place where they're not quite afraid to do that. And I'm not saying they're afraid now. I know that they already have they have plenty to pull from. So it's like they're they're at no loss for options uh, anywhere anytime soon. Um, but it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me if one day they said we got a surprise for you. Here's Honcho the Rocket Lord, and <laughs> he's from Planet Splood, and he's ready to roll. You know, and and it doesn't have to be Starcraft; it can be something else. As much as I like the name Honcho, I think it'd be like Rocket TS. How about Rocket Honcho? That's pretty good. Rocket Honcho. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I like Honcho. I'm... I just, like that yeah. he's Lord of Rockets, though. So I'm kind of still with Rocket Lord, Rocket Honcho. Yeah, he gazed out over the land of rockets and he said, "All this belongs to me." Yeah, Roncho was his name. Roncho. Roncho. Uh, Roncho. Uh, he. Uh, anyway, th- this idea is intriguing to me, and I like your idea of of elements and environmental stuff. Like, there's plenty of like. Here is some poop on the ground. Here, here is Stukov's floor anus. And here is the lawn that um, Malfurion just made. Everybody, check out his nice lawn. Like we have lots of on the ground stuff. Yeah, but See, what, what should be able to happen is is Stukov puts his hand anus on the ground, and you spill your oil in there, and then all of a sudden uh, Stukov gets the choking effect, and he's stunned. Oh, right, because you've suffocated him, or actually suffocating is a status effect. He's suffocating, so he can't. See, he can't I like move. that. I like that. So, so effects that chain or or can create. Um, what's combos. the word? Combos. Again, my mind is like, I I missed a bus getting off my bus today. I was thinking so hard about division. <laughs> I was like, is my bus stop? It went by, and I went, oh shit, to the bus driver. And he's like, I was well, like, well, well, what's that double, Swedish double, game? Double, double what's, what's the Swedish game like? Wizorb or wiz, wizard 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 berries or something like that? Where the wizards, magica magica? That's yeah, magica. That's a word. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Aren't um, Wizorbs the boss from Zelda or no, Mario? Wizorb is like a as is a is a Steam indie game that that it's like what is it Blockus the the game where you kill blocks with your oh block yeah that's an actually right that's an actual yeah. uh, uh, what's that called break breakout break it's like breakout yeah 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 I know it's because it's on the bottom of my Steam list when I scroll down I'm like oh there's a game I bought and didn't play yeah I played Wizorb I actually played it. I don't know if that's good that I played it or not, but it, I did. I played it. But yeah, no. Uh, point is, uh, uh, what Magica. Is Magica. Magica. Magica is like that. It's like combine these things. What happens when you put A with B or fire with ice or or whatever? And 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 having those kinds of things happen could be really interesting on the battlefield. Now the problem is, would it be limited to only doing damage to other people, or would it be limited to only combos you could do as a team together? Would they affect each other? In other words, should, uh, let's say you had, um, you know, Kael'thas going up against uh, uh, fire the fire bat. Should he be able to, should the enemy team be able to light your bo- your oil? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It starts to I get think we should go back to Molten Core days. Fire mages can't fight Ragnaros because fire doesn't hurt fire. Yeah. So if Kelth or Kael'thas tries to hurt Blaze, he heals him, and oh, oh uh, it should be chaos. Oh my lord! Be chaos. I didn't think of that. That's true because he has that healing thing he does, 
if he stands in it, uh, mm-hmm. it changes the whole. You can't do it. There's no way they ever do this. It, it, we're we're basically completely destroying the game at this point. Yeah, there's no there's balance. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what this was, though. I think yes. this was a let's dive in and let's play it. I think yeah. if you want my boring like, real I wasn't reaction, chastising anyone. My my boring there, reaction I wasn't, is I wasn't chastising you, John. This feels like a great system for a different game called <laughs> Divinity Two. <laughs> um, well, now you're chastising me. No, yeah. I'm just saying. But like, it is fun to see, like, you know, what what does this feel like in Heroes of the Storm? And so I, I have no problem playing with it. It's just like if we're going to get right down to it, I don't think this is ever a thing that actually but makes it I, into the game. But yeah. the, the good the good news is they've integrated it in some way into this game. And if they could do more of that with future heroes, that right. would be welcome. Well, they've certainly integrated it with the oil and <laughs> well his his trait his trait if is affected by standing in fire and stuff too mm-hmm. like they literally made it so that what you're the mate he's like chen you know chen's thing is like well, no matter what i'm doing i'm constantly drinking alcohol alcoholism it's fun he's mm-hmm. fun character he's just drinking well if you like standing in your own arson <laughs> then there's a character for you <laughs> like arsonist rejoice you have yeah. a character wait don't they call what do they they because it's a teen game they can't call it alcohol what does he drink it's something else they call it's it brew brew panda juice panda oh. juice pan pan <laughs> pan diarrhea i don't know what it is something something like that paranda paranda juice anyway who is it that told us this before it was uh Samwise oh, yeah, told I think us. that was in our yeah, I think that was in our interview. I think they were like, well, he doesn't drink alcohol. He drinks a brew of some kind. Yeah, brew panda brew, I think is what he said. Well, anyway, one way or the other. I heard your rant about movies on TMS this week. Uh, what was it? Which one? What was I about saying? about, you know, you will let your kids watch violence, but you won't let them see. Oh, movie. that whole thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm going to say that not putting beer in your game to meet some rating there's a line and they're way too on the safe side with this stuff well they are but they like thinking about it because it irritates me there's nothing good for the universe i completely agree here here's what i would say though to that most people if they weren't in a room listening to samwise talk don't even think about it they think of chen drinking beer that's just straight all you think of because that's what he's of course he is he's drinking some thing that makes him drunk we know him from wow he's drunk in that game too He's just a drunk old uncle and he's drinking all the time. So it's purely it's purely technical for them to say this at all. And also the same thing with this with the Tychus's cigar. It's just mm-hmm. it's just pure politics. How do we make sure we get the ESRB teen rating and we can go home kind of thing? Yeah. But I'm with you, it's annoying. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm just, I'm just letting I, it out, I'm just letting it out. That's all. I, I know still, we can't I still argue. I'd still argue you don't take your eight-year-old to Porky's. That's my main thing. No, yeah. I, I don't want to have that conversation. I wouldn't I'm with take you anybody that. to Porky's. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd take my own sorry you just, ass. To you just Porky's. go yourself. Yeah. I just... No, I don't think I'd take myself to Porky's. <laughs> yeah, there's, I'm just... there's nothing about Porky's that seems appealing to me from well, the name uh, beyond. Well, plus there's there's just a thing called judgment, and you you and especially as a parent, you have it and you use it, and sometimes you use poor judgment, sometimes you have good judgment, and I'm telling you right now, if you take your eight year old to Porky's or Kick Ass or uh, I'm trying to think of another raunchy comedy, I can't think of one. (laughs) 
You take him to any of those. I like that those are your two pulls, though. <laughs> you, you're just asking for it. I'm just telling you, it's bad judgment. Don't do it. And it's not because, now, if you take him to Lord of the Rings, eh, it depends on how scared they are. If they're a little scared of orcs and stuff, maybe not. But an orc getting killed is can be uncomfortable for a kid. I'll tell you what's really uncomfortable. Sitting next to your eight-year-old while somebody's getting a BJ on the screen. That's no good. Oh. Yeah, that'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Just to make my point, to take it home from my TMS continued yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the important thing is Heroes of the Storm. Hey, speaking of which, let's talk about Blaze. He's Blaze the Blaze Master, the blaziest of them all, the 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 on fire man. Miles Lewis? Yeah, Miles is Lewis. You? Is that you in there? It sure is, you'd say, or something to that effect. Uh, he's great and I love him and I want to be him. Um, okay. Before we get into why Miles Lewis is great, I will say that I spent a bunch of time with him on the PTR. I could tell from the get go when I saw the video that this was going to be hero, a hero I'd like. And it's a combination of things, but mostly it's a very creative, goopy play style and i have learned in this game heroes of the storm specifically that i really like a goopy play style let me define that for you okay i like a circle of zombies i like a bucket of spiders i like wet crap on the ground um <laughs> i like any of the heroes like stukov's hand anus uh, with the talent in the beginning to make it bigger and expand like i'm into those things because it creates chaos what about that Street Fighter guy who poured oil on himself? <laughs> who was that? Who's that guy? I don't. I don't remember his name, but I couldn't play against him. It grossed me out so much. He was all. He was all oily and shiny. Um, yeah, that was like his move. He had to pour more oil on his body. There is literally a Google search for Street Fighter oil guy. Let me see who it is. <laughs> oh, it's Hakan or Hacken. I don't know how you say it. H a k a n. Um, and his his line when you're about to fight was, looks like it's time to oil up. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. He's a huge Turkish oil wrestler. It even calls him a Turkish oil wrestler. Is oh, that and he, I guess because he puts oil on himself, but he's in the sun, he's super tan. Is yeah, that yeah. what he's red? Or it's the oil. I don't know. Is that a real thing? Turk? Well, oil would make you like black. There's a, such a thing. Turkish oil wrestling. Oh, what? I don't want to Google that. What is this? You guys, this is great. I don't want to like go to grab someone's shoulder and like fly across the room. That's what's happening. Oh, wow. They douse themselves in oil. They're soaked all the way through. And then they wrestle like a couple of wet fish. <laughs> this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Well, there is a lot of crotch grabbing in this oil wrestling. Yeah, oh there's God, a yeah. there's a, this yeah Google image search at your own. Are wrestling. you sure that that's still the wrestling, and you haven't just found another <laughs> oil activity? <laughs> no, it All says right. Turkish Turkish oil wrestling. So apparently that guy's based on a real thing. But yeah. Oh no, there's a link in this. <laughs> yeah, okay. I sent the photo to you guys. It's no, great thanks. podcasting, but thanks. this is a truly epic wrestling moment. Oh yeah, look I at that! Oh my oh. gosh, dude! I'll leave the people at home to Google that themselves. <laughs> that's gnarly um anyway point is whew, i can never get that one out of my head that image <laughs> sorry uh what was i gonna say oh i just like i like all the characters who do goopy stuff i like murky for that reason i like all these characters that that, that, that like big 
blob of stuff. Even like in uh, Jaina's case, it's just a big circle of snow. Rah, here it is. And he is like that all the time. He's a warrior, but he's constantly pooping fire out of every orifice. He's got this oil spill slick thing that he can talent all up to hell and back and, uh, and just cause all sorts of Bernie mayhem. Um, <laughs> you know, people almost elected Bernie mayhem in the election. <laughs> Bernie. I was going to um, say Bernie would have been a really good name for this guy. Yeah. Bernie mayhem Ponzi scheme. Anyway, the point is, I like that kind of character. So me looking at him, I was like, yep, I'm in. Let's let's get this guy. Uh, I went in there and I played a ton of him. And it is confirmed. Scott will play a lot of Blaze. I think that he is rad. And I want him now. I guess we'll be waiting a week at least until uh, we get him in the proper servers. But he's on the PTR now if you want to go get him. Let's talk about his stuff. Well, for actually, let's talk first impressions. John, what do you think? What was your first out of your head moment? there with uh with this new hero when you either heard about him or saw him or or saw the video or whatever uh, i really like him he seemed very very cool i mean before i saw the kit i don't i was not very excited about him uh uh firebat did not seem like the coolest thing in the world to me uh but as soon as I saw the way they were laying out the kit and putting it all together, I just thought, oh, man, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, I really hope that it comes together in a good way. I'm really curious to see how he does as a solo tank, but playing him felt really, really good. It definitely lights a fire under you <laughs> while you're playing uh, because I've noticed it has pushed my aggression up to about 100 when I play as him. Uh, but that's good. I think it's. I think he's super cool. All right, Bo, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think we covered mine. Uh, I've got Divinity Brain, so I watched the video. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's going to be fun. Not clear on if he's going to be bruisery or not. He seems kind of more of a damagey guy, but we'll see. Yeah, he does he seem. Might be tanky. He seems very damagey. Like um, my experience with just testing around with him was. I was killing a lot of stuff instead. I've mostly played AI matches, so I don't know what people are going to be like, but I was killing a lot of things as well as felt like I was peeling. Okay. I was doing some stuns that were getting people saved. Um, that is to say other AI players. Um, but there was, you know, a, a real sense that he's doing more than just tanking, whether he's main tank material. I don't know. He may turn out to be a bruiser and, and that'll be too bad. Cause I really like to see him as a main tank just from the, you know, I don't know. I just feel like he needs the spotlight, in my opinion. Um, but uh, yeah, he just feels—I don't know—feels real good. And him, uh, he's got a couple of combos that just feel nice together. However, they're the kind of key presses, kind of a E. I'm trying to remember what it was. W's his spill. E is his. That's no. his rush. His dash forward so yeah. uh yeah e is his jet propulsion that's right so what shoots him forward up and charges forward yep and he stuns you for like it's about like storm bolt. is that a skill shot or is that a target still uh, a skill, skill shot, shot for sure okay especially with the wind up um i was landing them pretty easy but again these weren't people so who knows but um q is his is his main firing uh, jet jet thing what the hell is it called my brain hold on flame stream flame stream that's right uh, flame stream. This fires two streams of flame that deal 83 damage to enemies hit. Flame damage, or sorry, flame stream sets fire to oil spills it comes in contact with. Those being his, not the other teams. At least not until we have our way. Um, and 
that feels really good and it and the fire looks awesome like they've made it look really cool like hot and gnarly it's like like a big just a rush of flame and it feels really cool then oil spills your w this is a vector targeting ability and you dispense a slick of oil that lasts for about five seconds which really is way too brief for any Turkish people to get excited about jumping in there. Right? I do. It does feel very brief. I will say that that's the one thing because I immediately wanted to go stand in it. Mm-hmm. And I found that by the time I had kind of done my initial damage, you know, I put it down, I lit it on fire, I was shooting somebody. And then I was like, OK, now I'm going to go stand in it is gone. Yeah. Uh, but- almost every time. It feels like if you want to benefit from the heal, you almost have to intentionally just drop it on yourself. Yeah. So- his trait pyromania does it it damages people does it shoot out a little flame uh kind of all around you yeah Uh, so can you vector target under yourself and then press d and just light it on fire or is it only q that lights it on fire i think his d can light it on fire too oh i never tried that maybe i I didn't try it either but the official description on the site says q but that could be it doesn't mean that's the only way i guess I'm looking at a shot of it right now, and it's just the Q lighting it. But that actually, doesn't... it might be a talent that allows you to use that to light it on fire. Because I know <laughs> he does have some talents that will cause other things to light it on fire. Yeah. So I think you may have to talent into that. You can also seems talent like, it. Up... Seems like all fire should light oil on fire. <laughs> okay. Well, you'd think so, right? Like if yeah. it's a, if it's flammable fire, you'd think you'd think that that would be the case. Uh, one thing I noticed is, uh, or somebody in the chat room said something about it. What was it? Oh, there is a, there's, you can talent up to 7.5 seconds. So you can definitely extend that time. Um, but I think used wisely and in a, in quick combination, it's pretty brutal. Like it's not only slows the other team. I wish it made them go, what, 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 what? Like they're slipping all over the place. That'd be really funny. Yeah. It doesn't slow. Oh, it slows them, but it doesn't make them. Doesn't make them slide. <laughs> okay. Which would be really okay. great. I think it'd be great if they slid like. A slapstick comedy style, but they don't do that. Also, the slow goes away when you light it on fire, unless you take a talent to also allow the fire to slow them too. Correct. Okay. So there's another talent, and I forget where it is, but you can, or at what point you get it. It's later in the game. It's maybe 16. But um, where when you do your E, which again is your jet propulsion, you can talent that so that when during the entire. Uh, length of that charge you leave an oil spill behind you uh, for whatever path you took oh cool yeah so you can immediately like turn and flame that up on some pursuers uh or even just leaving it behind you is going to be great for slowing people it reminds me a little bit of what um stitches does kind of except maybe minus the damage um unless you light it on fire but it's uh it's really cool and it's just a, a talent pick and i forget again i think it's like 16 but um, that was really neat and it's a good talent it helps him get away too because you can use that dash as a form of escape and if you don't light the oil on fire that's a natural slow behind you for anybody chasing you mm-hmm. and uh should be noted that if you want to get the most out of your slick what you do you have to do the math in your head but you throw your oil can down and the animation's great it's like he pulls a can out of his out of his armor and just chucks it on the ground and it goes and leaves a big black oil spill uh you if you leave it for the for like 4.75 seconds and then light it on fire you get a full additional two and a half seconds this is all the untalented numbers but um two and a half seconds of flame which deals 18 so it's not like you you 
it will only burn for as long as you have left on the lifetime of the of the oil slick. You can oh, extend so it. it's like a like a maximum uptime of seven seconds. Correct. Seven. Seven and a half looks like. Well, I I don't know my, a little bit minus X. You got to hit it before the five hits for the five. Well, let's seconds. say you hit it at two point one or point one seconds towards the end. Mm-hmm. So seven point four seconds. Let's yeah. say. And yeah. by by default, forty. 40% slow on that stuff before you flame it up, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's considerable slow, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 40 is pretty good. For a basic ability, it seems really good. It reminds me of, um, actually, I forget, Stukov's, when you when you pop uh, D on Stukov and somebody's got the pustule, I forget how much it slows them, but it's probably less than that. But. It's a fair amount. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's probably comparable, actually. Yeah. It's which, almost half their movement speed. I think it's... I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, while on file, oil, oil spills no longer slow enemies. Additionally, blazes healed uh, for forty nine health every point zero or sorry point three seconds while standing in the flame. Oil spills, so they have to be on fire. And if they are, he will heal. Uh, he can store up to two charges of the oil spill. So you've always got usually a can on hand when you need it. Uh, yeah. And then, like I said, jet propulsion after zero point five seconds, half a second of a charge. You uh, are a wind-up, you charge forward, you collide with the first enemy hero you hit, you deal 52 damage to them and nearby enemy heroes. Enemies hit are also stunned for 1.25 seconds. So a nice little uh, Stormbolt-style stun there. And a great dive, you know, you're diving. So I'd say this hero's yeah. divey, by the way. I mean, he's a ranged tank, yeah. but he's divey. I think one of my favorite things was in the uh, video going over all of his abilities it almost felt like they left out a chunk of the video because he gets to a point where he's like, he can use this and uh, do this and he can do this. And he also has fantastic wave clear. His strengths are everything. Like mm-hmm. He basically goes down this list and he lists nothing but strengths. And then they don't talk about any weaknesses at all. Yeah. Like if you just watch that video, it feels like they said, yeah, he can do everything. He's just OP. It's great. Yeah. Which I'm really excited about if it's true or sad because then they'll, nerf him and it won't matter anyway but anyway uh mm. those are your main abilities and uh, as you mentioned the pyromania trait is an armor thing so you gain 25 armor and deal 40 damage to nearby enemies uh, each arrow hit by flame stream reduces pyromania's cooldown by five seconds so you have kind of that mitigation there what's cool about it is it reminds me what what's the talent pick that muradin gets when he's uh, actually a few heroes get it uh, where it's like a little AOE fire thing that they always have around them. It's not super uh, damagey. It's like burning. The generic one's burning rage. But yeah, they've all kind of gotten weird specific versions now. But yeah, yeah. you're talking about the AOE um, fire. That's yeah, tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that, except it's shorter term and has a cooldown. But also, it's it's more damage, and also you gain the armor, so it's kind of nice. Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, how was uh, how short is the cooldown on flame stream? That's not, that's something I saw because I'm wondering how much you can spam the trace depending on how much you can spam the Q because oh, right. you reduce the cooldown of, of pyromania by five seconds and I think that it looked like the the cooldown for pyromania wasn't that high. Mm, so no, I want to say it's like two to three seconds. I could be oh, wrong. It's like but... it's like an arcane missiles on Li Ming or something like that. Like Yeah, no. it, it seems pretty short, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. I'll say it mm. felt short. Um, okay. You know what it felt like? It felt like Malfurion's W to me. 
That's, oh, that's, that's the frequency. Quite, that's considerably short. Yeah. I would because describe it as it's shorter. It, it feels short from an overall perspective. When you want to just get in there and light things on fire, it seems to always be on cooldown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's good because the, in, when you're tanking, pressing your D is going to be pretty important to mainly for the armor. Like if you're about to take some burst, you know, Kalthos Q ends up underneath you, proc the D. Keep shooting the flame streams. You know, the faster you get that back, the more mitigation you have. It's your main mitigation tool when you're in the thick of the scrum. Mm-hmm. And that scrum can get thick. Yep. So it's interesting. I'm interested in that loop in particular. Uh, he also, I he imagine also, there's talents that must lower the cooldown. Sure. As well. Also, not only that, it seemed like he had a talent that I picked where the D uh, also gave me brief movement speed boosts. Oh, and and uh, hmm. and speed up, uh, sped up uh, attack rate, like faster attacks. So you can kind of adrenaline yourself. Is his basic attack? Does he have one? Is it AOE? What is his basic? attack? No, it's actually? like um, just shoots flames out like in front of you, like <laughs> it's like a oh, little okay. fart. It's flame. like a flame fart. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It has okay. a little range on it. It's not like huge range though. It's not um, okay. It's not like the jet stream. But... No, no. Okay. No, no just stream... AOE. Like if if three I... people are standing. Oh right yeah, in the yeah. Street. There's definitely definitely yeah. AOE. Yeah, and and splash damagey, and you know. Okay. I guess same idea, same same point you're making, but yeah. Um, and that that seemed good to have people clumped up and stuff. The only complaint I have, I've got one major one. Let's hear this it. Character. Let's hear it. He is also a victim of the anytime you put him on certain mounts, he does the Lieutenant Morales water wings with his arms. <laughs> he does. It's because it doesn't does. work. You can't help it with these characters. They're too freaking huge. They're... Well, they, couldn't they just like mount their arms up like. <laughs> I mean, they just need to do something they... better than like T-pose. You know, like they, they get there and it's just like I'm king like of this. the world they, as they, they ride. They should do this. See what I'm doing in the video? They should just do this. Their arms up and down like they're like they're pushing up the ceiling. Actually, what the fire bat should do, he should do the thrall <laughs> from the Warcraft movie and put his hands on the horse head. That's good too. Just <laughs> I like that idea. I don't know why they they haven't figured something out for that. I think animating the arms is the answer, and I don't know why they don't do it. Just have them swinging around and going woo or pumping the air or something. Yeah, even that, as goofy as that is, at least it's better than looking like you bundled up with too many winter clothes to go outside yeah you look like the brother from christmas story <laughs> yeah that's what i think every single time Which is the not- real question is is and because i don't think we have any of this in starcraft but it's something we can do is when are we, when are we going to get a terran unit that transforms into a, a samus ball and rolls around that oh, way when they mount that's a great idea dude so yeah like i was just like firebat seems like a good con- contender for this because he's really big yeah, just have him have a hero specific mount, and he rolls around like a ball. I would, maybe that we do that with the Marauder. I would be so into okay. that. That's a great idea. Who was John? Was it you? Oh no, you were telling us about Kyle's idea about uh, Hanzo having a having an origami uh, skin that let him fold basically like he was paper, and he could fo- he'd fold up into an airplane or a or, or a crane paper or crane. Yeah, yeah, that was that was Kyle's idea on on Into the Nexus and it like I stopped listening to the show at that point and just started imagining it cuz it was the coolest idea I had ever heard. It's, I loved that idea so much. It's super good. They should steal Mostly that. Mostly cuz it it reminded me of Kubo and the Two String, mm-hmm. which I love that movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was so so good. That movie's great. Super good. 
Um, let's see. Let's talk about the two R's here, the double R. Bunker drop. That's heroic number one. Is ultimate number one after 0.5 seconds. You deploy and enter a bunker. Yeah, that's right. Think StarCraft bunker. Thing goes shlunk, hits the ground, comes out of the sky. It's great. It's almost like somebody's playing the game and they plopped it down. Uh, with 1,300 health in this thing. So it's got, you know, pretty, pretty good uh, damage mitigation. He gets in automatically. And if any allies are around, y'all can click and get in there as well. The more that are in there, the more firepower you have. Just like in StarCraft, each of you will be given a Q. And the Q lets you fire big streams of flame out the, out the holes of this thing while you're in it and do all sorts of damage. And again, it's not just him. Everybody gets a gun. Uh, <laughs> everybody. Which is great. Well, when I say everybody, I guess I guess all five could get in there. Yeah, I guess oh, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just like the idea of some of these characters in there and they're like, well, I'm in this bunker and now I need to use this flamethrower. Yeah. You know, little Murky's got a flamethrower. Brightwing's firing a flamethrower somehow. Sure, sure. Every, everybody. Flamethrowers for all. Kalthos feels like he has to yell something before he hits the trigger every time, but doesn't really because he doesn't understand fire in the modern age. But anyway, yeah, you just get in there and go, and it's great. Uh, let's see. His allies enter. Let's see. And exit the bunker at will, so you can actually leave early if you want to. While in the bunker, you gain access to the flame floor. As I mentioned, that deals 179 damage to enemies in a line. So if you have a few that are all lined up, you can kind of do it with one squirt. Exit, and it has a tiny cooldown on that thing, though. You can't just and hold it. You have to cool down, cool down. But it's it's, it's okay. a brief one. Um, exiting the bunker grants 25 armor for two seconds, so you get a little armor when you get out. And bunkers last 10 seconds or until they are destroyed. Uh, it's cool. That one's of the two my favorite. It's super. I have a few cool. thoughts about this one. Though. Go ahead. Uh, thought one. Seems good to counter pyroblast type abilities, with, right? Yeah. Like that, like all status effects are removed, so it's actually really useful to save yourself from that or from Wombo. Little worried about don't put all five of your teammates in the bunker, that's really bad. Well, because the all... bunker ends, it's destroyed, or you get out, yeah, and the enemy team's like got you all in one nice little spot to get blown up, even if it isn't your whole team it's i feel like you're painting the target but i haven't played it yet but it here's seems... here's the other nice thing let's say that that is as an example let's say it's junk rats bomb thing and he has targeted it which is almost the exact same size he's targeted it directly over your bunker and he's timed it just so as soon as that thing ends everyone's right underneath the bomb you can a exit any time exit any time but also you choose your direction of your exit so mm -hmm you vector target out of the damn thing <laughs> everyone's it, gonna choose the same exit. I, that's possible <laughs> but it's, well, and it's, you get 25 armor right. so like, you're you don't have time all right i'm taking the north exit oh but i want to take the north exit <laughs> which exit do i go out of i don't know it's only 10 seconds of this thing hurry up yeah i mean it's gonna be some hilarious results yeah which i'm, I'm not it's not a criticism it's just a thought I'm excited about and, that um yeah uh yeah so it seems cool i definitely love seeing the bunker yeah it is pretty neat. It, it was maybe the biggest surprise of this whole thing that they went with something like that because it's just an odd idea and they could have given that to any StarCraft hero uh, and they chose him and that's cool, I think. Uh, combustions, the other one, you channel up to 2.6 seconds. Once channeling ends, nearby enemies are slowed by 60% and take 48 damage 
uh, every half second. Combustion slows and damages over time, and the durations are extended the longer the blaze channels. From one second up to five seconds, blaze's movement speed is reduced by half while channeling. Uh, to give the chat room an idea, I have an image of this that's kind of explains it better than that does. You have to kind of see it in action to kind of know what I'm talking about. But just, like, imagine a guy who's just spraying fire out of every side. Just, it's like a big fire, spitty, spinny thing. You don't spin necessarily, but it's got a big radius, and all those effects I mentioned are true, and it's pretty cool. So there's that. This would be a good move to use when people are getting out of the bunker. Yeah, or um, I'm trying to think of another scenario here. Like uh, like mosh pits and yeah, stuff like that. Anytime yeah, yeah. you're going to have enemies clumped up, because he's going to be a little slow, but you can actually take, uh, I think his level four, Four talents are all stims of some kind. Maybe it's yeah. his level one ones are are stims. You can actually take a speed stim to make him move a little faster. So I think that will work in conjunction with this. Oh yeah, the one I was talking about earlier, where you can you can yeah, I bet it does affect it. That's awesome. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm all in on that idea. That's great. Then you don't lose your speed. You get 100 percent running speed. Well, no, now you have half I, no yeah wait maybe you just equal 100 percent. is that what happens i don't know i don't, I don't know, know what the math would be i don't remember what the stem boosts it's not for very long right the text says reduced by 50 percent. i don't mean i don't know if they mean that as in they're they subtract 50 percent, or if it's reduced whole by 50 percent. it could just be weird wording yeah yeah well yeah. anyway there's that Sounds awesome. If it does to you at listening, you're right and feeling that way. He's rad. And I can't wait to get him in the in the public because he is oh, he's so great. Um, I, I'm, what, I don't know what it is. I was talking to you guys offline about this during the week, but I don't know why I'm so attracted lately to StarCraft char- characters. Like, it's the game I play the least of the entire pantheon of Blizzard games, but I've always loved the universe and I like the characters, but their implementations are just so good in this game. And I love him. I really like Stukov, obviously. And I think Kerrigan's awesome. And I love Morales. And just can't get enough of these guys. I don't like the Zerg people very much. <laughs> They're okay. <laughs> That's the Zerg are cool, too. <laughs> I like all the StarCraft races, but it, they're fun because they're, they're Space Marines. They're Warhammer units. Stukov's a Zerg unit. He's a... But no, but okay. They're great. They're fine. Let's not trigger John. Um, <laughs> because. <laughs> Are you triggered? Maybe I'm over. <laughs> I, I feel okay, but I don't know. <laughs> Am I triggering you now that I said you're triggered? That's the number one most triggering. No, you thing have to say Artanis sucks or something. <laughs> oh, let's not stupid Artanis. Um, uh, I won't say that because I like. But him. but I, I it's the the fact that the it's the Warhammer Space Marine fantasy mm. that really that that blizzard really nailed with its initial incarnation of starcraft it still carries through today yeah like you could give me all a whole bunch more terran units and you won't hear complaints from me yeah i like that stuff i was even thinking when i was watching the blaze video it's funny you bring that up i was like what if they just made here's a storm just starcraft units and i was like i think i'd be okay with that that would be a cool game too Mm -hmm. starcraft uh i don't know what they would have called it i mean they might have I'm not Ooh. saying they should. I'm just. I was just imagining it. I'm like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. And then we'd have none of these fantasy maps, and it'd just be all sci-fi, and it'd be all Warhammer style things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I this mean, works. I'll I'll make a controversial statement, and then we'll see how it sits with listeners during this week when they send us emails. Okay. 
I'm glad it's you and not me. Um, do I believe that had they done that, let's say they just came out with this thing called Starcraft Heroes, okay? Okay. And it was, it's the Heroes of the Storm that we know and love, but it's all Starcraft themed. The characters are all Starcraft characters. It's multiple maps. They have these cool mechanics, but they're all, you know, instead of Battle of Eternity, instead of a big angel and a devil getting it on in the middle there, it's, you know, two big space monkeys or whatever it is. It's just they, they have all these same things we do now, but it's all StarCraft stuff and StarCraft classes and characters and abilities. I think they have less of a blowback and uphill battle when fighting the perception that they're the third MOBA and they're late to the game. And this is them trying to make up for lost time. And League of Legends ate their lunch, so they... They feel like they had to do this. You know, I'm not that I agree with those sentiments, but they exist. They're out there. Yeah. I think they'd have had less of that. It's just, a th- I'm not saying go back in time and change this because I really like what it is and I would rather have the variety. So don't get me wrong. I don't think Bo's saying that either, but I'm saying had, had they done that and had it been a pure lineage of a StarCraft game coming from that IP and that was the focus... I think they would have gotten a less blowback and be probably better traction at launch because people would have seen this as a natural progression for the Starcraft uh, franchise. Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I think my so. thought on it is they would have to pose that as almost Starcraft three, mm-hmm. like with a different gameplay element, which means they needed to finish two first, which means it would have only just come out when legacy of the void uh, would have ended. So they would have had to have held off, and I, I think it would have hurt the strength of the game. Again, I think Heroes well, They wouldn't strong. have had to hold off the literally released Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> like, we're just talking about developing. No, different- but I mean, if you're going to say, okay, so they took a lot of flack for dividing the StarCraft II campaign into three separate campaigns. Sure. They took a lot of heat for a long time. And arguably, interest in StarCraft II faded before that campaign actually even came out completely. Like, the diehards stuck around, but the people that might have been in day one had kind of fallen off by that time. Yep. Now let's go to a world where, okay, they've put out up to, uh, what's the middle one? The one that is abbreviated HOTS. Oh, uh, uh, Heart of the Swarm. Heart, Heart of the Swarm, yeah. So let's say they've they've done that. They've delivered on two of the three proposed campaigns. And then they say, oh, and now we're making a new StarCraft game. People would lose their minds saying, finish the one you started, Blizzard. No, you're I right. You're right. I, would, yeah, but that's if they called it StarCraft 3. They could call it something else. Well, even like then, this. I think they'd take heat. I think John's right. But I'm saying in a world where, I, I, in my scenario... It pretends that StarCraft Two is done and dusted, and this is after that. And I realize that right. that screws up how long it takes for us to get this game, and I don't want to wait that long. But but let's just say StarCraft Two was done and finished in 2013, and the next thing was this. I just think they would have had a they would have had less to deal with in terms of that perception. And I think the wrong perception, by the way, I want to reiterate that. I think it's wrong to perceive it that way. The way that. But this that's video games, man. Video games, what a what a rough piece of business that is. I was just thinking the other day how much I really enjoy Elder Scrolls Online. I think it's awesome. But because people love Skyrim so much and they think anything less than a proper 
quote unquote proper Elder Scrolls game in the in the lineage is a, is a bad idea or is a step down or whatever. It's just stigma, and it's video games are some of the worst at this. So I don't know. I think they would have just taken less heat. That's all. Sure. I mean, and I can I can double down on your controversial statement and say I'm a fan of the game, played a ton, don't have a problem with it, but I can imagine to you know jerk face gamer 72 right who just you know cares what he sees and if a thought enters his head it's it's gospel and a really good opinion mm-hmm. the perception i think when i look at heroes and i'm critical like that is it's blizzard branding the game like there's nothing here that's that's special to heroes we know better but it just looks like it's just stuff from the other games it does and out to the outside right? you're right yeah it's like imagine you know when pepsi makes an ios app and you're like i'm playing pepsi tetris like why don't i just play real tetris because it's in my mind that game's worth my time because it's got credibility versus a branded game it's like swag at a conference Mm -hmm. like you take it but it's junk (laughs) and so heroes is not junk but because of the way it is it feels like it can feel that touristy feeling or it's like oh it's people who like blizzard who don't want to play warcraft or starcraft or right diablo they can take a break and play blizzard the game and still be in the blizzard thing but it's not that serious of a game i don't know but you know a hero launches in league and you're not necessarily thinking of anything else but that hero because it has no no prior associations in that way well i have a baggage small anecdotal thing i was talking to my nephew around the holidays uh and I go, what are you playing these days? He was like nonstop 24-hour Overwatch last time I talked to him. Just Overwatch all the time. I said, what are you playing these days? He goes, oh, I'm playing League of Legends now. And I go, oh, that's cool. And he goes, yeah, Hero sucks. And I go, <laughs> I go, what? And this kid's like 15. So yeah, mm-hmm. take it for what it's worth. But I said, I said, why would you say that? He says, it just does. It's not as good. It's not as good. And I said, well, how many Hero games have you played? Well, I haven't played any. It doesn't matter. I mean, League's way better, so... Why would I even play it? It looks, it looks like it'd be way worse. Like he just has this thing in him, and there's that thing of Nintendo versus Sega or Pepsi versus Coke. It's just in us to do that. And right. in this particular case, you know what it is? It's the flip for what Blizzard has with our Hearthstone versus all the other wannabe Hearthstones. They they can sit back and enjoy the fact that they're top of their game. Same goes with Overwatch right now in terms of team shooters. They've just got it where it's at and everybody else is a pretender to the throne people perceive that with the league competitors and just say well they're pretenders to the throne they'll even say that about dota 2 yet dota 2 will say that about heroes heroes will say that about i don't know some other smite or some shit you know mm-hmm. right no offense to smite well, i don't mean it shit. Here, here's the here's the here's the pedigree that blizzard has that all these other games that either make it or break it don't and I think that that brawl recently kind of proved it is that they could literally just turn this game on its head mm-hmm. uh, at some point, like not with a blink of an eye or anything, but we could fast forward two years from now and they could fundamentally change up the game. It it can still be what it is, but it can evolve. I don't know. I just feel like a game like that, that is perceived that way can take chances and risks. It's already set up to take chances and risks. Imagine none of the maps right now are in any map pools we play two years from now. Right. I don't want to hype anyone up just based on a thought, but it's like, well, it, I mean, what's planned for this game? They seem to be fully supporting it. I'm hearing when I went to BlizzCon, all I heard was, oh, man, we have great things to come. And I'm like, so when people say like, oh, there's good things to come, it's like, 
gear release every three weeks and a new map every week is that the great things to come i kind of expect a little more i don't know i feel like there's people that are passionately developing the game so i'm hoping this is like a you know we'll enter a chrysalis phase and come out the other side maybe really different like not fundamentally different but you know yeah and they evolved, they have so. the pockets to do it too which matters you know like some startup's yeah. not going to come risk it so well, they... i think they have the they have the freedom to do it mm-hmm. i don't think dota 2 you know they just did their rush mode or whatever it's called where like basically they're doing what heroes does um to get shorter games in there and I, I think it's funny because heroes, we always look at it and we're like, oh, it's the third place MOBA. But you look at what the other games are doing and they're starting to take ideas and concept from heroes and implement it into their games. And in a lot of ways, heroes is the third place game. That's also the trendsetter mm-hmm. because they're the one that's not quite as bound by the legacy of this is what this has to be. I would say Dota 2 faces that the hardest because it's got the Dota name right there. I think League has it because they have the most to lose. And Heroes can kind of evolve into whatever it wants to be. You know, if it wants to be a great single-player game one day uh, or, you know, co-op game one day, it can become that without it, as long as it gets there a natural and good way. Uh, without riots in the streets, you know, and I think it has a freedom to do that and to make a better game ultimately. And the reality with the whole tribalism thing is you don't combat that. Like people just get it in their heads and they make their mind up and there's really nothing you can do to change that. I mean, Scott, what was the card game that you, uh, we thought you were being paid to talk oh, about. I still like it. Eternal. It's awesome. <laughs> Eternal. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I watched you play a little Eternal and I watched it and my gut reaction was, oh boy, somebody really liked Hearthstone and made a crappy knockoff <laughs> because that's how it looked to me. Yeah. But the more I heard you talk about it and the more I heard you say how it was different and how much you liked it, I thought, all right, maybe there's something here. I haven't tried it. I don't like Hearthstone enough to go get another card game. Right. But I also, you know, was a victim of that tribalism where it's like, oh, no, I'm having a great time in Hearthstone. Therefore, everything else is garbage. And I think the way you combat that is you just make the best content you can. You do the best job for the product you can. And you, you have to let people discover it on their own and come to it on their own and just hope that that lightning strikes properly because people make up their mind without the information and they don't seek it out nine times out of 10. It just stings a little more for Blizzard. Probably I say this just assuming because I don't know, but it must sting because everything we're talking about was born in their backyard. Like all of it came out of Blizzard and they were not in a position to capitalize on it or to do anything about it because they were about to launch and change the world again with world of warcraft and that was going to be all hands on deck for like 10 years before they could really do anything else and so it's not like they could have done much else or shifted gears or whatever but to have this happen in their warcraft 3 environment to see it pop off and then not be the ones there to 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 grab it is sad it makes me sad a little bit because then all of this tribalism is actually based on nothing it's just based on I don't know. Like I try me trying to explain to my nephew, hey, you know where all this came from, right? Like you know the lineage of all this. He's not going to get that. 
He's like, no. Lady Jaws, I'm freaking like he's just he doesn't care. So I don't know. It's an interesting conversation to have. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of that I find this year too. I yeah. mean, Ghost in the Shell got lambasted because of the whitewashing of the main character. It's yeah. a good That's movie. How you say that. It was well. It was well done. Yeah. What? Lambasted. I don't think you say lambasted. I think you say that if you're <laughs> going to baste whatever. a lamb. <laughs> lambasted. Mm, basted lamb. Mm. Anyways, you know, and Blade Runner didn't. And moving on, Blade Runner didn't make a ton of sure. money, and it was like the best thing this year. So you know, it's there's a lot of that. I agree. It's not just in gaming too, and it's 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 too bad. But when it's something you're really into, then you really feel it. Yeah. And, I agree. How do we feel about uh, the in-development video that we got? Uh, in particular, somebody at Blizzard really likes giant Japanese robots. And how do we know this? Because Abathur, Tyriel, and Rhaegar are all getting giant Japanese robot skins. And they're fantastic. They're so good. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Mechaterial main. I just want to say that now. I don't really play Tyrael. I have put a little time in him, but I like that skin so much that now I'm just a main. Now yeah. I'm just calling it. I'm planting my flag. I'm a Mecha Tyrael main. Yeah, I might be Mecha Rhaegar uh, main, and I don't play Rhaegar very much. Same deal. He's too cool for school in that thing. I mean, he's got to transform into his lion. Yeah. I don't think, did they show that? I don't think they showed it. Uh, they it is out there. Oh. I saw screenshots of it. I don't know if it's from the PTR data mining or what. He kind of looks like the Robo Wolf mount. Oh, are you not? I thought they'd go full like uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the show that's now on Netflix again. Uh, where all uh, the tigers become. Yeah, what Tron. are you talking about? Oh, Vol- Voltron, Voltron, oh, that's Voltron. It. <laughs> yeah, I want them to go full Voltron with his cat form or with his wolf form. That'd be dumb not to, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah but you need four other heroes. Well, no, I, <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I realize that. Really I just mean, <laughs> I just mean to be his own, you know, his own running version. I don't need him to like connect to a giant <laughs> robot, be a leg of some other robot. The longest mount animation ever. Yeah, it's, it's a like really a hidden Easter egg. <laughs> but if you get a brawl where you can have mirror matching. And all five of you get Rhaegar, and all five of you happen to get Mecha Rhaegar skins, you can form Voltron. Oh, you just described... It doesn't happen often, but it's in the game. It's like the new... the new. Uh, uh, bu- bu- I don't want to say Bungle. It's the new Brawl, is what I meant, not Bungle. Well, I think we should have a weekly Bungle, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the secret is, though, that it's a, just a tree glove protector. Oh, there you go. Nice. Very nice. Uh, Abathur's is pretty cool, too. He looks like he's all, you know, I don't know. To me, it does, looks less less like some sort of mecha thing and more like uh, uh, Kerrigan's thing where she's all. They called him like a Xenoblade. Yeah. So maybe that's a just an anime we haven't seen. Sure. That they're referencing but those are the standouts everything else in that video is like yeah it's pretty cool like phil reaver blaze is cool uh that comes with his his uh his little package that's going to be shipped or that you can buy now on the ptr and get in tell it. me it makes the sound please tell me it if it the, doesn't that's a severe or whatever it is missed it's opportunity yeah. i don't think it's yeah. but it's, cool. <laughs> it's like well i can't do the modulation <laughs> it was originally a guy going and well, then through Sound effect modulation. Let's see if I can find it actually. Fell Reaver sound. 
Okay, here's the fail reverse sound as we know it. Let me get some volume here. Yeah, that's, that's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, that's basically bad. what Bo did. It's not basically. Oh. <laughs> used to scare me so much because <laughs> I first started learning to play Warcraft and Burning Crusade. And when I was in Hellfire Peninsula, I kept getting killed by them because I wouldn't see them. And they make that noise. Oh, it still scares it's me. Scar- it's, I mean, that was something else in BC when that went, would happen. I would hear that and yeah. my life would flash before my eyes. I hated it. Scared yeah. the hell out of me. And when you see him now in Argus and stuff, they're not quite the same level of scary. In fact, I think I can solo one now. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, you same. just land and you look at it and it explodes. But yeah, that's it, true. But they're yeah, they're scary. Pretty iconic. Here's a free uh, activity for everybody. I don't know if anybody ever did it, but you know that song that goes, "Oh, here she comes." Yeah, for she'll chew you up. That one. All right, do that, but the O, make it the sound, and then instead of a man-eater, it's a fell reaver. Oh, there that's go. pretty good. That's free. That's free for everybody. Go out and make it. Wow. Enjoy. John really really giving it to the to the people today. <laughs> we'll see you at BlizzCon in the original song category. There you go. All right, now, last week, we were, I don't think it was on the show. Maybe it was. No, I don't think so. I think it was during our Team League games. I had said something to the effect that, I was surprised they hadn't uh, taken scouting drones off of Malfurion's build. His uh, talent one choice for scouting drones are a pretty good choice when you're dealing with uh, stealthies and stuff, but it always feels lore inconsistent. He's the freaking tree prophet, nature boy, and yet he's got a pocket with a couple of uh, a couple of little BB-8 looking <laughs> robots to pull out, right? Yep. Uh, not no quicker had I said that. Then we found out that the upcoming patch or the current PTR patch includes major changes to him. In fact, across the board, Malfurion's getting what I would call, if this isn't a rework, it's close. Um, I'd say it's a rework. I, it's not a, as deep as some, but I'd say it's a pretty big say it's rework. targeted rework. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair way to put it. So, I mean, I would make this argument. I would say that post-nerf Malfurion was no longer a hero. Like, I feel like he was just a template for a hero with which you could make changes and make him into a hero one day again. Yes. Like, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta retort. I gotta retort that. Okay. Give us some retort. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. base you. Do it. You don't like playing support. You've been on record saying you hate playing support. I liked playing maybe, Malfurion. Maybe. I was just You're becoming a, a fan of him, though. Scott plays support all the time in the team leagues and things. Yeah, I'm just saying, you and I, we don't play support. I like much. support. I, I especially, okay, so I've been playing basically League of Legends Mobile, which is that Arena of Valor thing uh, <laughs> here and there on the phone when I'm just sort of not doing stuff. Just found out it was coming, it's coming out on Switch as well, which actually has me kind of excited. But anyway, uh, it's basically League. It's the same company. It's Tencent, the big Chinese conglomerate that owns League, League of Legends and Riot. And this game is kind of a, even in some cases, the models are the same. They just renamed them and gave them new skins. But it plays very similar to League of Legends. And it's really, really well made for a mobile MOBA and an extremely popular. 300 plus million people playing this thing. It's beyond, that's 200 million more than League of Legends itself claims worldwide. That's how big this thing is. So there's always people on. There's always easy to get in matches. And it's always fun to play. However... Despite the fact that there are a couple of heroes that are quote-unquote support heroes, and I assume this is also true of League and probably Dota as well, 
they're not the same kind of support. It's not the same at all. Like Mm-mm. Heroes of the Storm's approach to support is so much more tactile and in in the team's interest uh, during that entire game than it is in those games. At least that's my feeling. And Bo, you can confirm some of this too, probably because you played a lot more of that than I did. But I really don't like that. I don't like that there aren't heroes that whose main purpose is to keep people alive, to help strengthen the backline, to help provide for moments where survivability is what wins the fight. Like it bugs me that it's mostly assassins, tanks and mages and that's it. And uh, uh, I love I that mean, this game has that. If you, if you told me I had to play supports forever to play the game, I would probably quit playing. <laughs> yeah. I know a <laughs> lot know, of like, there's yeah. something for everyone, but it's like, well then somebody's got to do it. And it's like, like and and to your credit, because you play support for us in the team league on on the weekends, and there are support mains out there. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, like I, I think support should be made to feel awesome too, and I think that's sort of what John was referencing when I rudely interrupted him, which was, uh, you know, this this, this character is not fun. And I was like, yeah, because supports are basically like you have to relegate yourself to I'm helping the team, so this is fun. And you find your fun that way, but you know, I don't know. It's 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 a little heel body. But John, you were gonna say so you're the only one here who's tried the new changes, right? Well, oh, is that true? Have you tried them? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah you said you yet. tried them, so I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious about your impression on how it feels. Yeah, the new one. Are, is it better? Are you back to where and, you were? And, and context is here because they've got some people. Developers have been on record saying we realize we can't just have people heal. There has to be a Mario Party mini game. To healing, which they've added here in spades. So your thoughts? Oh yeah, the the mini game is there for sure. Uh, they definitely made him busier. So I've only played him in a, an AI match. So you take it for what it's worth. I didn't want to. I'm already bad enough at support. I didn't want to subject other people to me learning it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, the way it works now is when you use his Q, uh, it does not give people health immediately. They don't get any health from Q anymore. Because there used to be, there used to be like an initial heal effect to a point, and then it would slow regrowth over time. That's gone. The initial effect is gone, right? Yes, it's just a big overtime heal, and it's it's good. It's substantial. uh, At least it felt substantial. And the way it works now is you put that on players. You get a little nice uh, icon over Malfurion's head showing how many people have regrowth on them and are regenerating health and you can see that and when you hit people with moonfire they gain an amount of health depending on how many people you hit with that moonfire per uh for everybody who has regrowth currently on them right if if that makes sense hopefully people are following me because i read this and i got confused and then i played it and it made perfect what's the total seconds on regrowth it's like 20 seconds or something or 10 or it's yes it's substantial you can easily put regrowth on like your whole team yeah so let's say you got three guys with regrowth on them if you also hit them with moonfire preferably while they're fighting somebody because you're also getting the advantage of damaging moonfire well you're not hitting them with moonfire you hit the enemy with moonfire and then anybody with regrowth on it gets a heal for as many people as you hit with the moon oh i like that so it's not positionally dependent they don't have to be in your moonfire beam they can be somewhere else oh yeah they could be across the map and they'll get a heal okay i like that actually Um, i like that it's it's kind of interesting 
it definitely makes him less, you know, oh, emergency, I'm going to heal you and get a big heal out right now. You definitely kind of, or you're going to need your team to mitigate their damage a, a good bit. But it makes him busier, which was my biggest problem before. So before the nerf, I was way into Moonfire build. You know, let's get as many Moonfires as possible. I want to hit everything with Moonfire. Just Moonfire, Moonfire, Moonfire as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Which doesn't say a lot about his healing, but that's what I. That's how I played it. Then they nerfed him. They got rid of some talents that made that a play style. And now all of a sudden it was about, well, I guess I throw a heal and I do a Moonfire that doesn't do anything. And mm -hmm. then I hope for some sweet roots. And that was kind of the only part that was cool. Yeah. So now it's... All of that, but your moon fires now matter. Keeping regrowth on people now matters, and they've shifted his talents around. Right. So I I think he's feeling pretty good. Again, it was just an AI game, so I don't know how this all stacks up. Um, but I I think it felt really good. And when I put the initial cue on people, I was seeing you know, like their entire health bar, you know, like they could be down about a third of health and it would almost all turn translucent green. Mm -hmm. So if they didn't take any damage and just wandered the earth for a while, theoretically, they'd get almost all their health back. So it's it's a pretty substantial cue. It just takes a long time for it to go off. I'm into everything you're saying. Uh, the only thing I don't like is it looks like his lawn or his root rather only roots heroes, not minions. That's yeah. weird. That makes him a little less lane cleary. I guess they want that though. Yeah, they yeah. don't want him lane clearing, and you want to have your available catching heroes. Anyway. Oh, that's but that's the other thing. Supports aren't supposed to be good at lane clear. Like that's a that's a support philosophy for them. So that just it seems like you would use the route to lane clear. So and that explains why more and more you're losing that with other supports. Like I. I See, that makes me worry because Stukov, I think Stukov's hand anus is a great lane clear. Like, it's it's awesome, especially if they're wadded up with your minions and they're stopped and fighting. You keep them in that circle, they're all going to die. It's great. Um, I'm worried they're going to ding that at some point. But I think sometimes they like to have the exception to the rule, right? Like, you know, maybe Stukov gets the gets to be the exception to that to some degree, because I wouldn't say his his lane clear is great. It's just better than everybody else's. That's a support. Right. But also that's a good point. And also he's he's left a little bit um, out in the air because he can't move while he's doing it. Like he's mm -hmm. stu he's stuck doing it, as we learned in Next Separate not long ago. Can't really do anything else. He can <laughs> yeah, talk. Can't he, can go, he can go, I can help you with this question, John. Just tell me while I make hand anus. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, he's, oh yeah, I told you they got they got rid of the scouting drone, but they didn't replace it with anything. So my prediction was they were going to get rid of that, but they would replace it and they didn't. So there's no, uh, you know, tree wisp or anything weird that'll, that'll uh, reveal uh, for him. No, I don't think he needs it though, honestly. Like his, uh, can you use has, W has to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a really strong against stealth talent at level one, mm -hmm. uh, that's a really good one to pick. And I think with the stealth changes, like the scouting drone loses a little bit of its efficiency, although you know it is nice for vision and seeing when people, yeah, are that's what I use it for. Like I almost that. picked it, I picked it whether or not we had stealthies on the other team because I like the vision it provided, but. There are plenty of other vision getters, and that's probably superfluous. So I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be too sad that it's gone. But I was a little bummed to see that they didn't do something like in his lore because I wanted to see what that is. 
even if it's not that useful, I wanted to see what their idea would be. Would it be like a the tree spirit guides or some bullshit that would <laughs> fly out of his staff and hang out in the tree? I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Or a little tree would grow up in the vent, just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little spy tree. Yeah, spy trees are cool. Uh, Tranquility now gives 10 armor to heroes with an active regrowth in addition to the one HP per second it provides. <laughs> uh, so finally, Tranquility slightly better than it used to be. Actually, a lot better. That that armor is not bad. Uh, and active regrowth is not bad. It doesn't give you... Well, just like regrowth, it doesn't give you the other thing. Oh, does do you still get... Uh, let's see if I can see it here. I don't see it. There's one ability I always take, which is the kind of random regrowth just kind of thrown out to people who need it. Um, I don't know if that's still in there. If no. that's I don't know gone. If it's still in there. I didn't take it in the game I played. Oh, I love that talent. I don't want that to be gone, but I didn't, I didn't read. I feel like it should be gone because I don't want it to be. <laughs> but your, your regrowths are going to last longer. So I know. it really just, it was like, if we're being honest here, it's just like a, a great night. I don't have to press Q as much talent. It's, kind of a, it's a quality of life. One might say a lazy talent. Mm. No, it um, is a lazy talent. You're right. It's like having Lily, but even easier. Yeah. It's, was it called Life Seed? Yeah. It's Lily without even having to hit the Q. It's removed. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it anywhere. Oh, that's too bad. Shrink Ray is out too. Oh. Yeah, great. but Nature's Cure is like a cleanse, right? We get that. Yeah, uh, and he can cast it on himself as well. They, oh. they move some stuff to 13 in particular, revitalize. Trait's the same, right? Still giving people mana and whatnot? Is that the yes. deal? Okay. Uh, yeah. But it has functionality, I think, with... Does it? I thought it had some functionality with um, Moonfires. Like, doing something reduces the... Mm, I don't think so. Oh, when it's I... a talent. Okay, you can yeah. talent into... The cooldown of Innervate regenerates 20% faster for each active regrowth. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. I'm uh, cautiously problem, optimistic yeah, about the, him. I'm the like, problem with it, I guess it's like, is he... So the thing about healing is healing comes in different type of flavors. There's AoE healing. There's burst healing. There's single target healing. What is he doing? Like... So you've got these dots. It's basically like really high regen. Yeah. And then if you hit people, you get a tiny like, like does it compare to Lucio? Like, wouldn't you just have as an AOE something like Lucio that can burst heal in an AOE when needed and has the shields? Like, it doesn't. I don't know. It's always been the trouble with Malfurion is that he's a dot, and the game is full of very lethal abilities and encounters. Yeah, so. when you burst damage, is a dot's least best friend. And yeah. I, I think his utility is going to be what he has to get by on because I think you're right. I think in a pure healing standpoint, I don't think he stands up against Lucio. Yeah. Um, it's a substantial heal over time and you don't have to be in proximity, which is nice, but it's a very slow and the burst you get from the moon fire is not that fast and not that substantial. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it's not like you have an alt that compensates for it. Tranquility is, it heals one HP per second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and no, so. no change to the other one. Uh, what's the other one called? Not tranquility. Uh, Twilight, Twilight Silent, Princess. Twilight, um, Twilight Princess. Imperium. Yeah, to the Twilight oh. Man. He turns into Twilight Man. What Twilight. is it called? Oh my God, Twilight Dream. Twilight Dream Dream Dream. Thank you, Twilight Dream. Perfect. 
That, that's I won Next Jeopardy again, guys. Johanna <laughs> <laughs> uh, no longer interrupted when casting Falling Sword. That's another change. And then there's a lot of little things. But um, is that good for Johanna people? They sick of her sword getting interrupted, her Falling Sword? I mean, I used it a lot in the games we played this weekend. Uh, I, I would hold a point until it was really no longer safe to do so. And I would use Falling Sword as an escape. Uh, but because it takes a little bit to wind up, I had to be very careful about when I used it. Mm. So this means I could have stayed a little bit longer. And it just means that people can't as easily. Well, they actually can't now interrupt your you going into your alt, which is probably a good thing. I so agree. Yeah. I agree. I, it's it's nice. I would put it on a wish list if they were like, hey, John, what would you like uh, from Johanna? I think this is a nice thing. But yeah, it's it's a nice little change. It's more like um, it's more like Alex Straza's ult that gets her out of there versus uh junk rats which has a wind up but if you avoid getting killed during the wind up it's a great way to get out of there that makes sense uh they're like the three characters that do that does anyone else do that sort of thing i don't think they're oh and then chromie's got some bullshit where she can get out of there but she sucks who am i thinking of that's it they all have not too many of them have ultimates where you can just get out of dodge like just get out of there and those three do good job guys cheaters um uh, hey uh reddit sometimes is good at stuff sometimes they're just weird over there but sometimes they can figure stuff out and uh, some sleuths over there posted that the average game times appear to be lowering in the aggregate overall the game seemed to be shortening and uh there has been some whoa my computer freaked out just now uh there have been some interesting findings they show games ending one minute and 44, sorry, one minute, 44 seconds sooner on average. So 20 minutes, 26 seconds down to an average of 1842. And uh, they have uh, some other posts describing the game as snowball have snowballed since patch hit, blah, blah, blah. Travis McGeethy, who's been on the show before. We like that guy. He should come back. Posted a response that it was intended as part of the Winter's Veil celebration because snowballs are great. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, so there you go. I, I love that guy. Uh, anyway, he actually loosely confirmed it's likely related to the insane push power of some of the new camp, uh, comps, rather. Or camps, no, cam- the actual camps. Camps, camps. Yeah. yeah. And uh, those likely need to be reined in or tuned yeah. or something. You so. guys remember what happened on the weekend? Mm-hmm. I want you to soak in that bad experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got cheesed. We got cheesed super hard with the Warhead Junction. We well, were, by a grandmaster. We were but, yeah. well, okay. It was a team league game. They didn't even draft a tank, and it was like, and this is important. We thought they were getting bot boss, so we were like, let's get the top boss. Little did we know the boss sucks, and the fire bats or the hell bats on that map pretty much ravaged our bot lane and took the core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it was a pretty clear demonstration of committed strat- strategic players performing a strategy that just highlighted to me what's the what this has been about, which is game times are lower because the camps are out of control. Yeah. yeah. And it was confirmed by the development team that it was something they're looking at. But not so. part of today's patch or uh, PTR patch this week, so... Don't get too excited. Clear, clear those camps and push with those camps. They're not pitted little camps. They're the best things in the game right now. Yeah. Do you think they'll, sure. uh, hmm, like how, how, well, all right. Well, we'll see. It's not that big of a difference. Minute 44 is not like the worst change ever, but it's, you but know. But the comment, the comments in conjunction with Snowball 
where it's like it games are decided a little sooner than like it's if they're if they're being decided sooner it means there's less likely of a comeback a yeah. comeback team doesn't end a in the game as quickly as the team that's dominating right. like don't like if you dominate early you're probably winning the game earlier if you have a comeback you're probably winning the game later yeah that's what I'm, yeah that makes sense um all right esports you guys want to talk about this roll 20 deal uh kind of roll 20 and team expert <laughs> pulling out of the hcc i'm i i i have not followed this zip Nothing, nothing, nada. Don't know what's going on with it. I know it's been all the talk, and there have been a lot of people talking about it, but I have not followed it in the least. So, who wants to be expert, Joe, on this one? Well, all right, I'll be some. Uh, I'll be expertise, <laughs> kind of. Expert, yeah, expertise I was Joe. gonna read up on this and follow it, but with yeah, the holidays I, well, and all that, so, I just didn't yeah, have time. I didn't so. either. Same thing. I did read the Roll Twenty press wrote. release. So, yeah. the Roll Twenty did come out. And say they were partying with the Heroes of the Storm roster. And we we haven't been paying attention to it, partly because HGC, I don't think, has started up yet. You know, we're still waiting for our first bit of games and things are still getting settled. There was the ever-entertaining roster apocalypse thread at the top of Reddit that you check every day just to see who was off what team and who was going to where. Right. Um, but Roll20 has parted ways with this Heroes of the Storm roster, and so is Team Expert. And uh, it's just notable because... I think people really like Roll20, and they were a BlizzCon finalist, as well as Team Expert. I, I really don't understand what brand Team Expert is, so I don't know much about it, except mm-hmm. that it's uh, a similar... It's a analogous? Mm-hmm. An- an- analogous? Analogous? <laughs> yeah. Analogous <laughs> is a baseball commentator. Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, an ana- ana- analogous uh, situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, it has to do with slot ownership. And my understanding is that the players own the spot and not the company, mm. which is, I, it just underscores, I just don't understand how esports works. <laughs> it just gets me frustrated. Uh, so they're like, Roll20, everyone loves them. It's a D&D company. People are super into the fact that Roll20 is a team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm into it too. Um, and so they're pulling out because they can't, they won't have enough control of it. That seems kind of sucky. Like it's more than just sponsorship, right? Like the players earn their spots in there, but then the companies get to say what they want to do. Is this normal for the rest of the teams? Like, that just seems really weird, hmm. but um, yeah, so they're pulling out. It's kind of not that it's big a deal because I think we just like the roll 20 brand and set sucks to see them go. I think they have a lot of fans. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I was bummed to hear it. Still playing. Even though I didn't yeah. know much about it, I was bummed to hear that something weird was going down. It's a, 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 a third. It wasn't like uh, wizards of the coast took interest in an esports team. It's like a third party service to dungeons and dragons took interest in an esports team and sponsored them. It just seems really cool. Like a cool thing to do. Right. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, but they're gone. Well, so I, I think it's just growing pains for esports. You know, in in the past, e- you have orgs with way more control and way more say, and then we get the stories about orgs not paying their players, right? And that's not good. That's something you want to avoid. So you try to put the control more on the players' end of the spectrum and less on the orgs. And now orgs don't want to represent the players because they want more control 
than they had before. And so now that's a problem. And I think esports is still finding its footing. I think we've talked about a lot of issues that we kind of see with esports, but it's all growing pains. I mean, you know, what we have as mainstream sports now is the result of years of refinement and production and people watching and feedback and all of that. And esports is still new. Uh, it's very popular overseas, but it's only just now becoming a trend here. And I think we're going to see probably a lot more of this as people figure out what works, because I would say almost anything anybody's doing, whether it's Overwatch League or HGC or, you know, what uh, Valve is doing with Dota 2, it's all experimental. Mm. None of this is proven. Yeah, that's true. And there's some weird money. I don't know. There's a lot of questions about uh, what's going on with the future of this and other esports. So we will see. But Roll20, you'll be missed. Hey, how'd you guys like playing Battle Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Not Battle Right. Uh, it was Trial Grounds was the name of the brawl. I kid, of course, uh, because that, that brawl this week was basically uh, Battle Right, the video game, um, which is also quite a good little uh, competitive head-to-head thing. Uh, arena brawler thing but uh they basically made that mode it's like a little arena uh 10 man enter uh one team stands and it has some cool mechanics like the 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 map will will end in certain ways and you need to be able to be done in a certain way to to not die like everyone gets electrified unless you're in this little safe space toward the end that's a lot like Battle Rights little uh, closed in thing. It reminded me of um PUBG when the when the blue wall of death sort of circles around and closes in on you. Uh it's cool though. It's a good it's a good variation. I like it. And uh, I had a lot really of fun. Dug it. Yeah. I, I kinda wish there was a mode where you could pick your hero and it wasn't just we got at least I read it and I thought, oh, you get to pick your hero, and then we got nothing but mirror matches for every game. So I'm assuming that's what it was for everybody. But uh, I would have liked one where you get to pick your hero. But yeah, well, it wasn't, I, and it wasn't I even just mirror matches. It was straight up like you got a list of three Genjis, or you got three. Yeah. Like you could choose, but what was the point? <laughs> like that was really weird. That should have either just been random. Here's who you're gonna be, or give me somebody to choose. Or we are the th- three luckiest people. Or I guess all six of us play. We're the luckiest, or five five people in the history of ever. Because we got that mirror match thing three games in a row. So I think that's just the way the game works. Yeah. And that but that wasn't great. That that it part was, I would I could use some variety in, but whatever. It's cool though. It's probably uh top two or three brawls for me. Yeah. I I had a good time. Yeah, I liked it. Bo, do you like it? it? I did the the fun of it was trying to figure out which ult to take and how to dogpile mm. the best. You know, it's like yeah. everyone go leap or everyone take no wrath of the berserker. That's how you win it. You know, like I I love that moment of like, oh crap, what's the ult we got to take? Is it dragon blade? Is it extract? We're like it's dragon blade. It's definitely dragon blade. Mm-hmm. And we got mostly right except our Illidan plan. Really, <laughs> we all went to hunt, and the other team all went metamorphosis, and we. We dogpiled one person and didn't get the kill and proceeded yeah. to die. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I like that part. That was entertaining. Yeah, it was kind of a bum uh, or bummer to say. Um, yeah. All right. Well, there's that. You guys should check it out if you haven't because it's real good. Oh, and hey, to that one guy who uh, hates this part, this is for you. We had a guy tell us that that's so loud and it scares him every time. But 
<laughs> I know. Should we, should we give a warning? <laughs> yeah, that was my warning. That was, oh, that okay. was, that Usually was the warning. warning is Scott says, and now this. And so you have about <laughs> 0.5 seconds to go, oh, I got to turn it down. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Chapter says, F that guy. All right. No, don't, ah, don't F that. I'm, sorry. I'm nice. sure he's fine. He's not Carl. He's fine. He's no. a nice guy. Although he does send almost weekly requests for us to change it, which almost guarantees that we will never, ever, ever change. Yeah. Like yeah. one. Oh, guys, I don't, that scares me every time. Maybe we're like, yeah, it is a little scary. It's sudden. But when every week you're like, guys, you need to change that. We're like, oh, no, it's having the effect. Well, you can't say that because he, he didn't start every week and we still didn't change it. Basically, we won't change it. Yeah, it's a, it's what we call. It's, it's not, it has nothing to do with you. It's just we won't change it's it. It's called the we, paradoxical effect. And you're now you're sorry. You're soaking yeah. in it. Yeah, It's like the next Separity theme. It should be changed, but it's now set in stone. Everybody. Oh. Yeah, it'll, never, it'll always be this. <laughs> It'll always be that and never anything else. <laughs> so it's all it'll ever be. All right. Hey, uh, oh, Bo disappeared. Oh, no, he's there. Um, here's an email from Tyler who wrote in and says, uh, by the way, used core at heroes for you.com is the email address. Use it at will, everybody. We'd love to play your or uh, read your email here. So, hi, core crew. One idea I think the heroes team could very easily incorporate into a PVE mode is one of my favorite custom maps in Warcraft 3 called X Hero Defense. In this map, you have a base to defend against waves of enemies. Each person picked which hero they were going to control, and each hero had their own unique set of abilities. As you killed mobs and got stronger and eventually worked your way down the lanes to kill the source of the enemies, I think Heroes is perfectly set up to pull something like this off and make it extremely fun. Would love to hear your thoughts, Tyler. I have, I to, I have to jump in here. Yeah, I'm not sure what the broadcaster etiquette is for a thing like this, but whether we just roll with it or I point it out to you awkwardly on the air. Point, but we did please this point it out to us awkwardly. We, we read this email in episode 109. We did? Yeah. No. No, it's didn't. in the show notes for 109. Did it be really? Hold on a so second. I'm like, this sounds super familiar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, totally. It's in here. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, Let's see if we've changed our opinion. <laughs> I'll say that sounds cool. Well, I just thought of something. It would have to be, it would have to be 2v2 to work. Or one, sorry, 1v1. Otherwise, I played this mod, what he's talking about. I played this. I don't remember talking about this. Are you sure we talked about this? We must have. It's in the notes. Did we skip Go it? Go to episode 109 and look at it. the Tyler. It's Did the we skip email. the email, though? Did we not talk about it then? I mean, we might have pulled a classic core where you ask a question and we answer a completely different thing and then <laughs> personally insult you a little bit yeah. in, a, in a fun, joking way. It is possible. Uh, so that may have happened. All right. Well, I got another one. Martin wrote in. Okay. So look, I got backups. That's what I've oh, got. Yeah, you're pro. <laughs> we um, read this in episode 108. <laughs> <laughs> what's the etiquette, by the way? Should I have done that? No, of course you can. Like, yeah, we're easy. Okay. I don't care. It's a fluid. It's an ever-moving piece of work here. We don't need... I, I got no rules. Here it is. I was listening to your discussion on recent uh, on a recent discussion on quick matches. That's interesting. I was listening to your discussion on a recent discussion. Anyway, I can't speak for everyone... <laughs> But I am a very casual player. Probably even a bad one, he says. I don't well, know. now you are speaking for everyone. <laughs> he says, I don't know what a proper team comp is, and I have to look up hero builds all the time. I probably play quick matches because I'm afraid of wasting other people's time, and I can't uh, have... What? And I can't I have completely wrapped my head around this game. I think he says he just 
hasn't done that yet. He wrote that really weird. I am a big modal to begin, but I play this game this because I am a Blizzard fan. What does that mean? I am a big modal to begin. What does that mean? Model? Model. He's a big model. He's a big model to begin? That doesn't make sense either. Anyway, I'm a Blizzard fan, and it's easier to digest than, say, League of Legends. I also don't have a lot of buddies who are now to play right, so I wing it in quick play. I don't mean to play bad or ruin games for more enfranchised players, but with my time available, not sure what to do. Thanks for your time and the show. I think this was mangled by Google Translate. I think this was... I think this was dictated. That's my guess. You think? It might have been. We live in an my age money's where on people, translate. Yeah. I think people dictate their emails more and more now. I know Scott dictates his text messages. <laughs> I do. He was on stream one day and I was texting him and I just saw him like whispering to his watch and I'd get messages back. <laughs> I thought, oh, okay. But, yeah. you know, it's- you're saying like, okay, see you soon. Or, yeah, log in. You mm-hmm. know, something quick. I think the technology falls apart when you want to get a uh, eloquent concept across to people in the form of an email. Uh, I'm going to say this. I maybe lost the thread of what we were talking about somewhere in this email. <laughs> Here's what I think he wants to know. It, he, he wants to, he's talking about the toxicity in other games and is worried if he gets into heroes being what he thinks is a bad player or he's not that great. And he does not want to mess it up for everybody else. Like, this is a nice guy. Doesn't want to have a bad, doesn't want to give other players on his team a bad time. Well, the good news is this is a friendly community that would never make fun of you for the way you wrote an email or (laughs) uh, what you picked or anything like that. So, right. (laughs) um, No, I would say this uh, you know, everybody has the right to learn. Everybody, Everybody deserves the chance to to learn this game and part of why matchmaking is important in this game. The reason we harp on it, the reason other shows harp on it, the reason why players harp on it is because matchmaker is what allows you to learn and grow with the game. And in theory, you should be getting in with other people uh, that are just starting to figure that stuff out too. When you get in and, if you if you get in, ask questions, chat. If you don't know what to pick, say, "Hey guys, what would you like me to play here?" Yeah. Um, if if people turn toxic, there's nothing you can do. You're always going to get toxic people. Yeah. I had people that I just got in and said, "Hey guys, good luck," and they said, "F you," and <laughs> that was the that was the encounter. Sometimes yeah. that's just going to be the way people are. I would go in. I mean. This is, I don't want to, he doesn't have to do this, but I think I'd go in, get a temperature for people by, you know, saying, Hey guys, I'm new with this character. I'm going to do my best or whatever. And if they respond in sort of toxic ways, uh, then just mute them all and pretend you're playing uh, an AI match with, you know, really advanced AI, (laughs) like just play it and, and forget that they're people. And it's actually easier than you think. I do this all the time. If somebody's being a butt. If you just mute those guys and then they just play within the game and see, all right, well, this um, warrior is showing a tendency to this. So I'm going to play this way in order to best, you know, counteract the way he's playing or or whatever it may be. And you can actually turn those into kind of positive experiences. Like you have to kind of shake up the way you normally think. So I'm a big fan of the mute deal. Just hit tab yeah. and mute those little square, those little chat box windows and you're done. Play it like yeah. AI. It's fine. 
Yeah, you have a right to play here. Feel, own it. And yeah, just mute them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. feel bad. There you go. It's the internet. People are gonna come at you with everything they can because they think and it's it, they think it's fun. If, uh, if you're as bad as you say you are, just keep losing games. You will be in the bottom of the scum barrel of MMR. Because mm-hmm. if if it's to be believed that you're as bad as you are, and eventually you'll stop disappointing others. <laughs> And uh, wow, be... you really took the <laughs> pessimistic road. To I'm this. just saying that's how the system works. So, I mean, if you're really that bad, you have a right to play. Just keep losing games. It'll get worse, but it'll get better. So I was like, but what if you were actually the literal worst? Well, I mean, look, he really said, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm a very casual player. Probably even a bad one. Like we're, we're yeah. you know, usually if someone's got a problem, they're like, I'm an OK player or I think I do. All right. He's literally like, he just didn't want to say, I'm probably the worst at this game. He gave himself a little dignity there, but you know, he's just like, and the email is like, should I, am I allowed to play the game? I'm so bad. Is it okay if I play this game? <laughs> like, that's why I'm just like, even if you are terrible, the system will figure out and put you somewhere appropriate, and then you'll yeah. be where you are and just mute everyone and enjoy your time. Well, with heroes. listen, in, in totally unrelated news, the Bo should never be a family or marriage counselor fund is now taking your donations. <laughs> hey man, sometimes sometimes change is hard. Sometimes the right thing to do is to nuke it from orbit. And, you know, sometimes that's an answer. Sometimes that works. It's just hard. Yeah. It's hard. It takes no, bravery. It, sure. It takes bravery and, and uh, chutzpah or something. Nuke, nuke your dignity from orbit. Uh, yeah. Or, and this this gentleman's name. Orbert. Orbert? You say or- <laughs> what? Orbit. 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 Said orbit. Orbit arms. Orbit. Orbit arms. I think he said orbit. Um, what's this gentleman or oh, gentle lady's uh, name? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, his name is Martin. Martin is his Martin. name. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Martin. Yeah. He's uh, seems like a, <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. You know, he's got. Yeah. Uh, Martin to- seems nice. He's got a, a new phone that lets him translate emails. Uh, text speech to text and yeah, uh, he's a model yeah he's a model, uh, a model. i mean you may not be good at heroes but i'm sure you're a good model oh I'm very sure attractive he's the best modal ever <laughs> question um, out of 10 in heroes 10 out of 10 in life that's just the, <laughs> the way that's right uh that's it for your emails thank you for that and if you'd like to send your own emails out there if you're listening to the show core at heroes for you.com uh, before we get out of here, a couple of quick things. We're not doing games after the show, so don't get excited about that because that's not happening tonight. Patreon.com slash core show is our Patreon. And if you'd like to help us and support us, it is a great way to do it. I know many of you really enjoy the show. Imagine a buck, what that would do to 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 help us, but hardly be a ding for you. And if you can't, that's okay too. Tell your friends. Tell all your heroes loving friends. You found the podcast for them. It's called Heroes of the Storm. Or uh, sorry, it's called Core. I don't know why I said that. The video game we talk about <laughs> is Heroes of the Storm. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it. Heroesforyou.com is our website. You can find us via email again at heroesforyou. Or sorry, hero core at heroesforyou.com. We are at Core Heroes. John Jagger is John underscore Jagger rather. Scott Johnson and Bo Schwartz. See how much else I can screw up before the night ends. That will do it for us, for me, for John, for Bo. We'll see you next time.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'm excited. Yep. He says he's excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. (laughs) Wow. That's really funny. I'm excited. 